Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, welcome, boys and girls, moms and dads. Aunts and uncles, Nana, Grandpa, Poppy, Grandma. We are so thrilled that you are joining us today because we are going to have so much fun in putting our girls to sleep today. And we might even put you to sleep. (laughs) Well, this has been some weather, hasn't it? So let's get to our show. One of the things that we're doing at Aunt Jewel's Bedtime Stories are... Putting the kids to sleep. And of course, when we do that, they'll have dreams. And dreams are just rehearsals for what you want to be. And anyone that you want to be, just think of it in your mind. And when you go into that wonderland, you will know. It's your imagination that will come through. Boys and girls. What have you been doing? We know that today is a very special day because it is light outside and you still want to play. What do we do? Hmm. Well, some children still in the West Coast are still out playing. And some of you might even be in your bedroom's plane, but let's call you all in. Sound familiar? Come on, Jamie! Come on in! Oh, here they are playing hopscotch. Not ready to come in. Don't put your helmet on. You can't rise. It's time to come in. Do you have your list on what you want to do? What you want to do? Hmm. Come on Well, a little noise, but we know that you're all ready to join us for Aunt Jill's Bedtime Stories with Blake Radio Network, and we're thrilled that you're joining us today. Now remember, you can call us at 914-338-0695. Now we know the West Coast, they're still out playing, and it's 9 o'clock for the East Coast, so they're ready to be able to come in. And you know when they're ready to come in? You know what you have to do with that bedtime list? Well, let's get a little sample of that bedtime list. And 
Lucas Richmond wrote it, and it was on the album Day is Done. Can you sleep? And we definitely can't forget towards the end of the evening to give your mom and dad a hug and kiss. And we will find out, just like every Sunday, <laughs> who is going to go to sleep first. Will it be Nana? Or will it be Poppy? Or will it be Scruff, who is already lying down, looking at me right now with his two eyes wagging his tail? <laughs> Well, we know that there's so many things to do that we're not quite ready. But we heard the list, and I know that you're going through it too to make sure that you're ready to go. We have a lot of books that we would like to share with you because I know that you're not quite ready. But you have already had your bath. You already have your PJs on. You've already brushed your teeth that you can wipe your tongue on them and they're just so smooth. <laughs> and you have your favorite teddy bear right with you. Oh, I'm not talking about you, Scrub. You're not the favorite teddy bear, but you're already on Jeremy's foot of his bed. So, as we talked about, is one of the things that we do is going to bed is we dream and a lot of us have so many dreams that that's a real good opportunity to try them out. I want to try a book first with you called I Dream for You a World. Now this is a covenant for our children and that was written by Darius Carney Moon. So, are you ready? I know you're not ready to go to sleep. I'm just saying, are you ready to hear a story? And let us listen to some music by the maid with flaxen hair. I dream for you a world where you'll grow healthier and grow strong, where you'll be well and you won't be sick, and where we'll thrive all our day long. I dream for you a world where education frees your mind to dream and think and feel and hope, where you'll never fall behind. I dream for you a world that is just and fair and free, where your brothers aren't confined and where we'll build up liberty. I dream for you a world 
where community is your home, where laughter lives with you, and where you're safe and you can roam. I dream for you a world where your home will make you thrive, providing nourishment and access, a place to bring your dreams alive. Uzi wants to be a ballerina, and Jake wants to be a professor. And Shell wants to be a lawyer. I dream for you a world where you'll share with your mind, where your actions change the world for the good of all mankind. I dream for you a world where you'll have knowledge of your past, old Africa and southern people with abundant dreams for them. I dream for you a world where honest work will bring you wealth, where you can plant financial roots for your children's future health. Turn your dreams into reality. I dream for you a world that values nature and the land and all the gifts of God's creation as we respect them with your hands. I dream for you a world where imaginations not delay and where the tools for our tomorrow are at your fingertips today. And in this world, my child, you'll know how very much you're loved, that your family is central as is God from up above. So today, my child, please work with me, for just as surely as I dream, we can build up our tomorrow, we'll create a freedom dream. So promise me you'll learn these words and you'll heed them as your yoke. They are covenants for our future and a covenant of hope. Isn't that really nice thing to think about for the future? I know that some of the things may not mean that much to you, but dreaming is something that we all love to do. We have another book. And we're so excited to be able to share with you these books because they mean so many things. But I want to make sure that you know how to count and that you'll count with me. <laughs> I have a counting book because I know that you're not quite ready to go to sleep. And especially after talking about dreams, you'll want to think of them in your head. So when that's happening... We want to make sure that we can count down to what will be the time left to think about these things and be able to know when it's time to go to sleep. Oh, look at Grandpa. Grandpa's there. He's still there. He is still not ready to go to sleep, which is meaning that you aren't either because when grandpa's ready to go to sleep his glasses fall off his head <laughs> and you're going grandpa put the glasses back on <laughs> so let's do counting fun now we're going to count to 12. now how many of you know how to count to five raise your hand I see some of you do. There's Annie. She knows how to do it. And Brian knows how to do it. And Leslie, of course. And there's Shauna and Star. They all know how to do it. And Noelle definitely knows how to count to 12. Because something very special is happening for her. So let's do it. This is a Disney book. 
counting fun. Now Donald isn't having fun. Uh-oh. That's because he's only one. It would be a better day if someone else came by to play. A friend would make him much less blue. But then there'll be not one, but two. One, two. Well, two little chipmunks, round and plump, two little chipmunks at the pump. Grandma Duck can't fill her pail. She has to wait for Chip and Dale. She's been waiting half an hour for them to take their morning shower. Oh, boys and girls, has that ever happened to you? You're in the Want to go to the bathroom, and there is your brother and sister still there. Three little pigs, all in a bunch. Three little pigs, and I've got a hunch. The wolf wants them for a Sunday brunch. One, two, three, and they're looking at him. No, you're not getting us. <laughs> and there's three birds flying up ahead. One. Two, three. Well, there's four plump possums upside down together, hanging by their tails, talking to the weather. Oh. <laughs> do you suppose, said one, that it will rain today? How do you know, boys and girls, if it'll be a rainy day? Four plump possums. One, two, Three, four. It's hard to see the sky, said two upside down this way. What do you think, number four? asked possum number three. I think, said four, there is at least a possibility. <laughs> five. How many puppets? Do you count the five? Four on a string and one alive. Five puppets in a puppet show. Four on a string and Pinocchio. One, two, three, four puppets and five Pinocchio. That wants to be a boy. Next number is six. My, my, Joe starts. Explained out loud. Today I've got an awful crowd of babies that I must deliver. <gasps> My wings will surely quake and shiver. Six fat hippos are quite too much for my poor to try clutch. I can fly with two at best. I'll let the mailman take the rest. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six hippos. And they're big. Now, seven is the next number. Five on one hand, two on another. Seven pairs of slippers. Seven little beds. Seven little pillows for seven little heads. Seven little dishes. Seven little chairs. Seven little picks standing by the stairs. Of one thing, Snow White is positive. This isn't where the three bears live. <laughs> well, remember, boys and girls, this is Disney. So eight elephants, eight. So that's five on one end and three on another. Eight elephants there ought to be. So why is seven all I see? Hmm, wondering where it went. That eighth 
and final elephant. You forgot, smiled Spearcon, to count the one you're sitting on. <laughs> Have you ever done that, boys and girls? Have you ever forgotten to count the other one that you have? Well, let's carry on. The next number that we're rolling on is nine. So five on one hand and four on another. Now, when Prince John goes to bed at night, nine bags of gold appear. His dream is such a lovely sight. Nine bags of gold so near. This gold is his to keep and hold. Don't worry, John or Fred. Your dream gold is the only gold that Robin Hood can't get. <laughs> and sure enough, Robin Hood is throwing each bag over and through the window. And the king is dreaming about it in his head. Well, he doesn't know because he's sound asleep. Well, boys and girls, our next number after nine is ten. So five on one hand and five on another. So both hands are being used. All of them, five and five. Ten cookies cooling on the shelf. Minnie baked them all by herself. Why, asked Minnie, is it so that no one helps me mix the dough? Or helps me grease the pan with butter? Hmm. Or helps me with the cookie cutter. Yes, but at last I do complete them. Everybody wants to. You got it, boys and girls. <laughs> Mom's and dad, even Grandpa chipped in. Eat them. <laughs> now, 11 jars of honey. 11. What do we do? We only have two hands. Let's see, how are we going to count them? Because we only have two hands. Well, Winnie the Pooh, well, let us know. Well, 11 jars of honey. I wonder who likes honey. Just one more jar than 10. 11 jars of honey. Pooh, count them once again. First it's nine and then it's two. Or is it six or eight? Oh, brother, says our muddled Pooh. I just can't get it straight. How many honey jars are there? It's such an awful string. It's hard to count when you're a bear, a very little brain. <laughs> well, it was called counting fun from numbers one to 12. So boys and girls, what number's missing? We did one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, Nine, ten, eleven. So what's next? Twelve. And there is twelve calendar months too. Well, we'll talk about that with our next book next time we get together. But now let's talk about twelve. Whenever Roger starts to play, twelve puppets. Not puppets, boys and girls. Puppies. There is a big difference with puppies and puppets. These puppies don't have a string. Now when Roger starts to play, 12 puppies gather around to join in Roger's round delay and add to Roger's sound. Although it's hard on Roger's ear, 
he really must confess, this puppy glee club is, it's clear, a howling, a howling success. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Rich men count their stacks of gold. Poor men count their many debts. Beggar men count crumbs, I'm told. Thieves in jail count their regrets. I count the day till summer comes. I count the coins I spend. I count my fingers, toes, and thumbs. And I count you as my good friends. The end. That was a very fun book. And counting. So those of you who knew how to count, you count it with it. And those that are learning were able to learn some new numbers. And count all the way up to 12. How fun that is. And we were able to listen to the bedtime list by Lucas Richmond. So now we know what we have to do. We've read our story, but we're still not sleeping yet. So let's read some other books so that we can get ready for bed. Has Grandpa gone off to sleep? I'm not sure Poppy has. <laughs> I still see Poppy right there. Kind of closing and opening his, opening his eyes like a game. Not ready, like not ready to go to bed. Are you sleepy yet? Are you ready to go to bed? Not sure. But while you're up with us, it's a great time to put that key right up to your brain and release your imagination because we have so many books to talk about. Now, one of the things that we have wanted to talk about is, and I'm not sure that this is only just your problem, but you're not sleepy yet. And we have a book that talks about some animals who can't go to sleep either. So what should we do? Well, let's find out what they're doing to try to see how they get to go to bed. How they make themselves tired and sleepy. Hmm. What do you do? make yourself sleepy. Well, one of the things was you had a bath, and that kind of makes you relax. You came in, and you ate, and even though you're not ready to go to bed, your mommy and daddy says, it's time to go. <laughs> or maybe your babysitter, your aunt or uncle said, it's time to go. Because there are so many people that just care. Nana, mom and dad, aunts and uncles, and friends who want to make sure that you're rested for the next day ahead. This book is by James Stevenson, We Can't Sleep. Has that ever happened to you that you tried and tried to sleep, but you just couldn't fall asleep? Well, 
it's happening with these little animals. I'm not too sure you know what they look like or know what they are, but they're having the same problem just like you. Can't go to sleep. We can't sleep. We can't sleep, Lily. Oh, said Grandpa. What seems to be the trouble? It's too hot and quiet. You don't hear those crickets out there, boys and girls? Too windy and noisy, said Lily. Too light? Too dark? Too lonely? He just can't sleep, said Mary. And, and it's a little hard for when the light, when the sun is still up and it hasn't gotten dark yet. And the moon hasn't quite come up. That's strange, said Grandpa. I once had that very same problem. It was many years ago. It was about your age. I was about your age. I tossed and I turned and I counted sheep. One, two, three, four, five. Nothing could help. Finally, I got up, got dressed, and went outside. Maybe some exercise would help. I ran 50 miles all uphill. Did that make you sleepy, Grandpa? Marianne? No, said Grandpa, but it made me hot. I decided to go for a swim and cool off. The water felt good, so I decided to swim across the ocean. This time the waves were so enormous. Somebody else can't go to sleep either. Were there any sharks, asked Louie? A great many, said Grandpa. They swam right at me, but as they came by, I dove down. Grabbed the tail of one, and when he flipped his tail, I went up in the air and grabbed his fin. I had a good, fast ride, and they never did see me. It's just like when you see the... People out in the ocean surfing. When I saw an iceberg, I let go of the shark. Oh, iceberg? I don't know if an iceberg is out in the ocean. I swam to the iceberg. You must have been pretty tired, said Louie. No, no, said Grandpa. Just wet. Then I heard a growl. A huge polar bear was just around the corner. I scrambled up a wall of ice. At the top were a lot of walruses. I tried to lift one of the walters, walrus. It weighed about 6,000 pounds. But I finally lifted it and, and threw it at the polar bear. Then I ran away.
and I still couldn't go to sleep. So I sat up all night watching the northern lights. In the morning, the iceberg begins to melt. It got smaller and smaller and smaller. Then I saw an island. I swam the shore. I bet you were really sleepy, said Mary Jane. No, but I was a bit chilly, said Grandpa. Wow, some strong, brave Grandpa. Just as I started to get dry and warm, I heard a noise. What kind of noise? asked Mary Anne. Like some small bird? an insect or something like really really big and scary asked Louie. More like that Grandpa said. The noise got louder. Smoke and fire came out of the jungle. The ground was shaking. Are you getting are you too getting sleepy? asked Grandpa. No said Louie and Marianne. What is it? It was a huge dragon breathing fire. It chased me into the ocean. All I could do was splash water at him. I guess that didn't do any good, said Louie. Yes, it did, said Grandpa. Oh, boys and girls, this is really something. Grandpa is going through so much. It put his fire out, and in all the smoke I was able to escape, but he ran after me. I hid with some zebras until the dragon went by. Then <gasps> I swam through the jungle on vines so as to avoid the crocodiles. I could hear the dragon coming after me, so I climbed a very tall tree. I climbed, and I climbed, and I climbed. Weren't you getting really tired yet? Asked Mary Jane. Mary Ann. Not in the least, said Grandpa. It was only a mile or so. Wow. Boys and girls, I bet you he could run marathons all the time. Finally, I came to a small house at the very top. Inside the house was a dog. Like ours, said Louie. <laughs> exactly, said Grandpa. He was very friendly. I sat down in a big comfortable chair, and for the first time, I yawned. You did, said Marianne. Like this, yawning, said Louie. Exactly, said Grandpa. And then I shut my eyes, and that's when, 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 that hurricane struck. What hurricane, asked Mary Ann. The really big one said Grandpa, that carried the house away. We went racing across the ocean. We came to the land. The house headed for the mountain. Bang! Flam! But the chair kept going. We went down and down and down.
and threw a window into a house just like this. What do you think of that? asked Grandpa. There was no answer. What happened? Boys and girls, I think they were falling asleep. And they were thinking of all the pretty little horses by Johnson and Johnson. And that's what you probably used when you went to sleep. And there's your little baby sister. Already sucking on her bottle and already sleep. Hush a bye, don't you cry. Go to sleep, my little baby. When you wake, you Are you ready to go to sleep? Boys and girls? Not quite ready? For those who are still, still thinking, I'm not ready to go to sleep. I still have things to say. I still have things to talk about. Well, for those children, and for some of you already have gone to sleep, we're going to play this for you. We already know that Grandpa is already sound asleep. So he will not hear anything, but you know what you can do, boys and girls? When he wakes up, tell him all about this story on someone else that was falling asleep. Of course it wasn't you, because you were wide awake. Because you couldn't go to sleep.
because you wanted to know if Grandpa sleeps and Nana has already nodded off, who is going to tuck me in? That was the question that we had someone ask, who will tuck me in tonight? The sun was setting on the farm, and Wooly the little lamb was sleeping. Just like you, possibly, but just wasn't ready to go to sleep just quite yet. But Wooly couldn't find his mother. Oh, who will tuck me in tonight? He asked sadly. I will, I will, said Mrs. Cow. Don't you worry. I know how everything will be all right. I'll tuck you in real snug and tight. So, Mrs. Cow spread out the blanket and tucked Wooly in so tight that he couldn't sleep. He couldn't even move. Stop, cried Wooly. That's not right. Oh, who will tuck me in tonight? And sometimes, boys and girls, some of you ask that same question when you have the babysitter, a new babysitter tucking you in. Fancy that, said Mrs. Cat. I can do it just like that. I think I know just what you're missing. You need a lot of bedtime kisses. Then Mrs. Cat began to lick Wooly all over his face with her little tongue. Yuck! cried Wooly. That's not right. Oh, who will tuck me in tonight? <laughs> That's something that Grandpa and Grandma always love to give you hugs and kisses. Here I come, said Mrs. Horse. I can do the job. Of course, when you're in bed all nice and snug, I'll give you a great big hug. Then Mrs. Horse sat down on Wooly's bed wrapped herself around him and squeezed him with all her might. Help, cried Wooly, that's not right. Oh, will tuck me in tonight. No jobs too small, no jobs too big. I can do it, said Mrs. Pig. Don't you move, I'll be right back. I think you'll need a bedtime snack. Wooly was looking all day didn't know what to say. Then Mrs. Pig brought Wooly a pail full of messy, stinky, pinky snacks. Piggy snacks. Oh, no, no, said Wooly. That's not right. Who will tuck me in tonight? Don't you worry. You're in luck. I can help, said Mrs. Duck. Don't you fret and don't you cry. I'm... Sing a lovely lullaby. Then Mrs. Duck sang. Quack, 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 quack. But it didn't sound very much like a lullaby to Wooly. Enough, said Wooly. That's not right. Can anyone tuck me in tonight?
I can, said Mother Sheep. You're back, cried Wooly. Yes, my little lamb, I'm so sorry I'm late. She tucked his blanket in just right, not too loose and not too tight. She gave him a hug and kisses and soft and sweet and something sensible to eat. She sang some lovely lullabies and then Lily Wooly closed his eyes. Good night. Some of you have probably already gone to sleep and already had something to eat. So now it's time to say good night because he's able to stay. See his mommy, and she knew exactly what to do. We thank you so much for joining us tonight, and we will see you next Sunday. So make sure you sleep in tight. We already set our bedtime list. We already listened to the crickets. We already heard the pretty little horses. You can start to count them if you're still wide awake. Because remember, dreams are rehearsal for you to be anyone that you want to be. It's your imagination that will come true. So once again, we thank you for joining us tonight and letting us tell you a lot of bedtime tales and also saying good night to our favorite children out there because some of you have already started to sleep I can hear the, the snoring <laughs> what a funny little sound that makes you feel so Good inside because you know that you're resting and ready for tomorrow because you need the rest to be able to feel good and wake up with that breakfast. And we'll be reading next time gazillion bunches and oodles and tons of fun. By Donald, Donnie, Donna, Scott. So we will hear what she has to say about gazillion bunches of oodles and fun. It's a curious story of when fear meets doubt, but love conquers all. Just like love conquered Wooly because Wooly couldn't go to sleep. But when his mom came, she knew exactly what to do to get him to sleep. And she even said that she was sorry for being late because she knew that it would make Wooly a little. But Wooly was able to go to sleep so quickly.
you think someone else is ready to go to sleep too. And just about the cricket because oh, already sleep. It's our show's bedtime story. The Block Talk Radio. Ringo Soul. Good night. Have a wonderful time. You can be anything that you want to be. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.